Welcome, everyone, to episode 34, right? 34 of the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. I am Leo, joined uh, by Cody via Skype. Top of the morning uh, to you. Yeah. Literally. So, yeah, we're uh, we're recording this intro real quick right before we release this episode. Um, You know, there's there's a lot. There's always a lot lately going on in the world of wrestling, which we're really not going to touch on today. Uh, today we have our first uh, female, um, I want to say, performer or guest. Our first female guest on the podcast, um, Rekka Tahaka from Devotion Championship Wrestling. So most of the time is going to be dedicated to her, um, and so uh, a really kind of down to earth interview. Uh, got to know a little bit more about her and her culture and what got her started and and what was interesting to me is we've interviewed some people who've been in the business for years or you know this this and the other and and she's fairly new and yet she's um she's on the uprise so um cody is in the interview even though he he doesn't (laughs) talk much during the interview yeah not until the end yeah but he was there. He was he was there through the whole thing. Uh, yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna let Cody lead on them, but not not today. So, yeah. uh, other than that, I guess right before we get into the interview, um, we have a new Universal Champion, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I was proved very wrong. I said it wouldn't happen. Um, I didn't think it would happen, and yet it happened. And so I didn't watch the match. I just, you know, read about it. And so we'll see. I didn't didn't watch any of Crown Jewel. I just watched (laughs) highlights. Yep. So I didn't think it was going to be that good of a show. And from what I've heard, there was some people that said it was actually a pretty decent show. But I wasn't going to waste. I wasn't going to waste my afternoon watching it. Yeah, because you're so important, Cody. Well, you know, it was Halloween too. You know, that's a yeah. that's a busy day for us, us peoples. Yeah, us. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's that's interesting. Uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens today on SmackDown with that, and then our first AEW Tag Team Champions are SCU. I was. How are you feeling about that? Well, I knew it was going to happen, um, kind of like the writing was on the wall, but I really wish the Lucha Brothers would have taken it. So, uh, Yeah, I think they'll flip-flop the titles pretty quick. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, uh, next week we'll we'll maybe get a little bit more into it. Um, I'm not sure. We do have some other guests lined up uh, for the next month or so, and we are now in November. Um and we are talking about we've talked about taking maybe a break in December for the mm-hmm. holidays and everything and getting back into it in January. But we do have some uh, very interesting guests lined up here in the next couple of weeks if everything comes together. Um, yep. Today is Rekka Tehaka's day. So please uh, listen to the whole thing. I uh, really enjoyed having that interview. Really thankful for her taking time out of her day and 
tomorrow she wrestles at Payne's Giving. Tomorrow, Devotion Championship Wrestling has a show in Salt Lake City at the Gateway. So if you guys are in town or nearby, check them out. I really enjoyed that show that I went to last time. Yep. You got anything else, Cody? No, I'm literally just arriving at work since it's viewer discretion. It is like 5.15 in the morning right now. So... This is See, how he's going to work, and I'm getting off of work. This is and dedication. I... You record your intro to your podcast as you're getting yep. to work. Yep. So uh, enjoy. Give us some feedback and support devotion, support Rekka, and stay unprofessional. Strap in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, everybody, to the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is Leo, and I'm joined via Skype um, by Cody. And today, we have our first female guest of the podcast. We have straight from Devotion Championship Wrestling, the Polynesian Savage, Rekka Tehaka. Welcome, Rekka. Hi. Talofa. Hi, everyone. Excited to be here. So we're excited to have you. Cody, you're on, right? Yeah, I'm here. We'll say hi to our guest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hello. Hi, Cody. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Rekka, for those of you who don't, her, her, for those of, that are listening that don't know you, uh, you wrestle for Devotion Championship Wrestling out of Salt Lake City, Utah. I've had the pleasure of going to a show recently. I went to your Halloween bash where um, you wrestled against Katerina. um, And Katerina's been to a lot of places. She's been to Impact. She was in the WWE. Um, And this wasn't your guys' first encounter, was it? No. No, I actually wrestled her um, in Arizona not too long ago where... I was managed by Angelina Love, and um, I pretty much, you know, um, it was a good match, um, but unfortunately, Katarina tapped out on me, so, so yeah, it was a good match, and uh, she decided she wanted a rematch, so she came back for Halloween Bash, and uh, this is pretty much where, you know, she she one and uh you know i'm really looking forward to just you know have that one-on-one uh match with her again where you know we'll finalize who who wins you know so pretty excited for that we haven't set on a date yet but i can only hope you know just to have that one uh, match where it will be all fair and square right 
Yeah, and and you seem to come a long way. Like that's um, to those who follow wrestling, that that's got to be a pretty big deal. Um, oh, are yeah. you originally from the Salt Lake area? Is that where you're you're based um, out of? So I was uh, born and raised in American Samoa. Um, I moved to the United States when I was about t- uh, twelve. My dad got an opportunity here, um, and he wanted nothing but a better life um, for his family and kids. So he brought us here to Utah um, and just lived here ever since. I mean, I've traveled, you know, to different places, but Utah is my home. I, you know, everywhere I go, I always end up coming back here to Utah because that's where my family and friends um, is and, uh, you know, Utah is my home. Nice. But I'm originally from American Samoa. Good. Um, so we we talked a little bit about Katarina, and you've had those two matches with her. Um, but from what I can gather, you haven't been in the industry rather, very long, right? Maybe April is when you started, if, if uh, that, yeah. I'm correct. Yep. So I've um, been in the industry for about six, seven months now. And I'm just loving every bit of it, you know, like, um, wrestling is, is my life now. And I just, I just love everything about wrestling. So what got you into it? So what got me into wrestling was long story short, um, three and a half years ago, I met the man, the brand, the king of the lemonade stand known as Manny Lemons. You may have heard of him. Um, yeah, we know. <laughs> after traveling with him for wrestling, and I got to learn about wrestling, um, the in and outs of the business. So I just uh, decided to start the next big thing, which is now known as Devotion Championship Wrestling. I wanted to give wrestling a try. So when I got in the ring the first time, I thought to myself, you know, this shouldn't be hard, you know. Um, and when I took my first, when I took my first bump, I was like. Oh man, like this is gonna be harder than I thought. Um, but that didn't stop me because I came back the next day and did it all over again. And I just fell in love with the sport, you know, just because like like it's any other sport, it's a challenge. And wrestling has taught me, you know, things about myself and you know, things that I didn't know I was capable of. Um, and I, I learned all of that just by being in the ring and, and wrestling. And so, yeah, I mean, wrestling is amazing. What can I say? Yeah. So you've been wrestling since uh, officially, I guess your first match in April and, and ever since, ever since then, how long did you actually have to, or how long did you have to train before you were ready to get into an actual wrestling match? Um, two, Three months. Um, I did, you know, small little parts, pieces here and there. I started off as being in the butcher shop um, uh, with vague, big, vague um, William Cutting, um, and we. Pr- I pretty much started off there, just did uh, little pieces and parts. But it wasn't until um, FitCon um, is when I kind of had my debut um with now known as um lola 
she is also part of, you know, Devotion Championship Wrestling. Um, and that's when I became comfortable, you know, and then just like I branched off of the butcher shop and started doing my own thing as Rekka Tehaka. So ever since then, you know, I just been kind of been on my own, um, just, you know, being Rekka Tehaka, the Samoan savage. And, and it's been going good so far. You know, I've, I'm still learning um, everything about wrestling. I wouldn't say I will never be ready, but, you know, it's a learning process. And I feel like wrestling will teach you a lot about yourself. And, yeah, I just, you know, it's wrestling for me. So were you a fan before you got started or was it just what what Manny introduced you to? Was I a fan before I started? No. So <laughs> my story is a little bit different just because um, growing up back home in American Samoa, we didn't, you know, watch TV that much just because we didn't have TVs. Um, so I was pretty much always active, you know, always just a child who would just like to experience new things. You know, I was um, always climbing like coconut trees, you know, doing things to entertain myself just because we didn't have TVs back, you know, back home and stuff like that. I didn't, just like I said, I didn't really know much about wrestling until I met Manny. And when he told me he was a pro wrestler, I thought, oh, okay. I looked it up on the internet and I thought, oh, okay, you know, high school wrestling. Um, <laughs> he just basically laughed and said, no, that's, that's not wrestling. You know, like he, start showing me films of Hulk Hogan, you know, and when I got on the road with him, I just, I got to know more about wrestling and things like that. And, and now I'm, I'm just, I love wrestling. I, I know, you know, um, different wrestlers and who Hulk Hogan is, Sting, Undertaker, you know, and so he, he was pretty much the one who educated me on wrestling. But before that, I didn't really know who, what wrestling was all about. So. Nice. Well, now now that you're into it, uh, per se, um, other than Devotion, you wrestled in other places, right? You wrestled in, in Arizona. Is there anywhere else that you wrestled? Um, Colorado this last weekend. Um, I traveled. I've uh, tried out for Impact in Las Vegas. Um, here in the next two weeks, I'm actually going to uh, wrestle in Texas. Um, so that would be exciting. Um but, you know, the plan is to pretty much travel everywhere, all around the world, and that is my goal now, you know, um, until I make it to the WWE, um, but that is, that is my goal right now, is to be able to have the opportunity to wrestle for all different types of, you know, wrestling companies all over the world, so. That's a good good goal to have um you yeah. mentioned you tried out for impact you want to talk on that a little bit um yeah so i tried out for impact um it was my first time um but i just wanted to give it a try just because um manny lemons was doing it and um he encouraged you know some of his students to do it so i was able to have that opportunity um, you know, to have that chance to try out for, for impact. Um, it was a good experience. Um, 
unfortunately I didn't get picked, but it was a good experience to prepare me for the next time um, I try out for it. But I have, um, you know, gone to Vegas to help out with also with Ring of Honor. And I got to meet some of the people there and the people who runs Ring of Honor and made some friends there. So I'm just trying to get myself involved in pretty much getting my name out there and my brand and just getting to know different people and different promoters so that, you know, maybe later on in the future, they'll be able to, you know, give me that opportunity to come and wrestle for them. So, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's pretty big impact already. You've been wrestling six, seven months and you're already getting these type of opportunities. So, yeah. uh, And I'm just grateful for each and every one of the opportunities because every opportunity will just make me better, you know? Right. So do you find it easier um, as you go along, like you've had all these other matches, like we mentioned, you just wrestled Katarina, you were in Colorado not too long ago. Is it becoming kind of second nature the more you do it, or is it still stuff you, um, you know, that gets in your head maybe? Um, I'm going to be honest. Um, it's not second nature yet, but, I mean, it, it's it's getting there, but I just, you know... <laughs> have this thing where I always just second guess everything and just always kind of like get in my head, in my own head and just freak myself out. You know, every match, um, I'm always so nervous, but it's a good nervous because it gets me excited until I get in the ring and all that nerves um, goes away. But they say if you're, if you're not nervous, then why are you in this business, you know? Um, it's a good thing because it keeps me on my, on my toes about, you know, knowing my surrounding and, and knowing what to do and just always just preparing myself for, for when I get in the ring and, you know, against the, whoever I'm wrestling. So, but later on, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, it's, I mean, it is becoming second nature to me, but at the same time, the nerves are there and will always be there and without the nerves, like I wouldn't be on my toes. So, but I think after a couple of years, you know, after I'm, I'm hoping after my first year, it'll just be natural, but with everything, as far as my character, I get in there and I just, I become a different person as far as, you know, the savageness comes out of me because I'm, you know, outside the ring, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a, just calm and and happy and bubbly person. But when I get in the ring, I'm just like this savage person that whatever gets in my way, I'm just pretty much going to knock down. So awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned your character there a little bit. Um, It's something that to me really stands out and I hope you don't take offense to it, but I took my kids to this last show and my daughter really dug your character and she thought you were dressed like Moana yeah. <laughs> and so she, you know, we were watching some matches yesterday and she's like, oh, look, it's the girl that's dressed like Moana. So I had to tell her your name. Awesome. She had to repeat it a couple times. Um, but you, your, your character, your look, it sticks with people. Do you want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, we know, we know you're Samoan, a little inspiration behind your character? Yeah. So just like I said, I was, you know, um, I was raised up in Samoa. So my character, I want it to be something that's a part of me. And being Samoan, you know, there's 
it comes with obstacles and uh and that's something I wanted to to show the people is that you know this is where I'm from and I may look like Moana but I'm glad that they made a Moana movie you know that just kind of also explains and the heritage of what it means to be a Polynesian um and so when I decided to you know go with the Rekatehaka Samoan Sa'a Polynesian gimmick, it just all came naturally because it's, you know, it's part of me. And it means a lot to me just because it's something different from, you know, what other people are doing. Plus, it's natural because I don't even have to try to be something that I'm not. So, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, and with your wrestling, uh, there's obviously a lot there with you know Samoan dynasty and stuff like that and, and just watching you you know you've been in it six seven months it just feels like I don't know if it comes naturally uh or or what it is but you you also seem very athletic in the ring and like I said you have that look and you have that it factor I didn't know you were in the business uh six seven months until I started researching you when we set up this interview and it was like, well, there's not a lot of stuff to go on. And then, you know, the more I dug is like, well, she's only been wrestling since April. And yeah. so um, that that's, uh, how do I say it? Uh, that's great on you just because, in my opinion, you've made uh, a big impact in such a short time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. One of the things too we've seen because a lot of the a lot of what I've been able to watch has been from Devotion, um, and you've wrestled both men and women. Can you comment on uh, how that's different? I know there's there's kind of like a lot of there's a lot of people that either like it or you don't. And me, I'm not a big fan of it. But if you watch like any of the stuff with Impact and what Tessa Blanchard's doing and the way she's being presented. Right. I love that sort of stuff. And yeah. the way your guys' stuff was presented was nice, too. Like, it made you look like the Polynesian Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, so I actually enjoy wrestling both men and women. Um, when I first started, I was, you know, wrestling men. And it was a challenge just because, like, it wasn't – Actually, it wasn't really a challenge just because, like, I, when I was growing up, I was always surrounded by men, you know? Like, I was always um, hanging out with my brothers and cousins. So I was pretty much raised, you know, I was the only girl. And so, you know, I pretty much got that toughness from them was because I grew up around boys growing up. And um, when I was wrestling, when I started wrestling guys, I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, this should be fun just because I used to always fight with my brothers and, you know, I would always put them in their place pretty much. And um, it just became, you know, natural to me where I can be aggressive and be more tough with them and just pretty much, you know, give them real punches where I feel like it's not really going to hurt with to them. But when it comes to wrestling women, I had to like, um, which I also enjoy, which I have to be like a little bit more gentle, you know, not so aggressive and just go with, with their speed and what they can handle. 
So I really enjoy wrestling both because it gives me a balance of, you know, what um, knowing when to go all out and knowing when to just kind of hold back a little. Um, so, but I'm still learning, you know, I, I hope to still wrestle men and women um, just to give it a balance. But right now I'm just more focusing on um, learning, you know, the, the ways of women wrestling and, you know, wrestling different women um, so far has also, you know, taught me, you know, how to go around that. So it's, it's been good so far. Have there been any talks of maybe uh, a woman's championship at DCW? Um, yes. Um, we, me and Manny has actually, he did mention um, uh, intergender. Uh, Bell is is that what you call it? Um, yeah. He did mention that, which I feel like it will be fair for women and men, um, you know, to fight for the belt. Um, not really there for a women's championship belt, just because we don't have that much women at Devotion right now. Um, but we are looking towards like something different that would be an intergender um, belt, which I think will be cool. Nice. Well, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Um, What's what's one thing, I guess, that maybe surprised you or caught you off guard once you actually got into wrestling? Like maybe traveling to your first show or anything like that? Just something that, um, wow, they do this? Or, or how does this happen? You know what I mean? Because you seem pretty new to the sport. Uh, is there anything that actually caught you off guard? Or did Manny prepare you for a lot of that stuff? Um, he has prepared me a lot, um, pretty much for all of it. But I just feel like um, with me, it's the in-ring stuff that we do, um, you know, the drills and, and learning um, how to give the right punches, how to do flips, you know, uh, how to do certain stuff in the ring. And just I feel like those are things where I'm like, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like things should, these things should be like natural to me because like, you know, when I was a kid, I used to do front rows, back rows, do these things. And um, I can say that I'm not really a flexible person, but I kept telling myself I'm not a flexible person. I can't do all these flips. I can't really do all of this until I got in the ring and I actually gave it a try. And I amazed myself with like, oh my gosh, you know, like I can do a flip, which I never tried to do in my entire life. So it's just, it's, it's, it's those you know, the small things that just took me off guard is learning more about myself and the things I'm capable of doing by just getting in the ring and actually doing it. So, so <clears throat> one of your, your, uh, I guess, signature moves or, or moves you do quite often are the monkey flip and the, where you walk the top rope, kind of like school. the undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that difficult to do without shoes? Because I know you wrestle without shoes. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't wrestle with shoes just because I want, you know, like, back in small, we don't have, we don't really wear shoes. We're always, you know, walking around barefoot. So, yeah, with that, um, those moves actually came naturally to me. I didn't really 
have to be taught to know how to do it. I just, I just wanted to do it because I was watching the Undertaker. I was watching the Undertaker this one time, and I seen him doing the the old school, and I was like, huh, that you know, like that's something like I would like to learn how to do. And when I got in the ring, um, I just start walking on the ropes. You know, I just like, oh my gosh, like how am I doing this? I just like amaze myself because like it was never something I was taught to know how to do or anything like that. I just got in the ring and start doing it. And I just, it just became natural. And and same with the monkey flip. It was actually one of Manny Lemon's moves and I wanted to give it a try. And the first time I did it, it was just natural, you know, and um, it was just, it's just one of those things. And just like I said, you know, you never know what you're capable of till you actually give it a try. And, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to me just because it feels natural to me. And I feel like, um, when I'm wrestling, I want everything that I'm doing to be natural, um, and to feel comfortable, you know, for me, because if, if I'm not comfortable with a certain move or something that I'm doing, I don't think the person that I'm wrestling is going to be comfortable to, to be able to take it or, you know, go with it. So, but as far as finishing moves, I'm actually trying out different finishing moves. To, it's always good to have like a, a second backup like finishing move in case the first one doesn't go through. Um, so I'm always trying different things. I'm always res- uh, watching wrestling and learning different things that I would like to apply and try when I'm in the ring, um, especially when I'm training to just kind of, you know, work with it and see if it's something I would be comfortable in. I've seen you've done like uh, you choked a couple people out with uh, the sleeper. Uh, yeah, the weird nick choke. Yeah, that's yep. yeah, that's um, that's my finisher right now. Um, I'm actually coming up with um, something different. Um, you know, just like I said, I'm always uh, trying out different things just to see what what works for me. Um, is I call it the coconut crusher. It's where I will be walking on the ropes like the Undertaker, and then I'm coming down with um, with the hammer um, over the the person's head, and then just kind of you know putting them yeah. to sleep that way. Um, but you know, again, I'm always you know open to new things and wanting to learn more about wrestling and trying out some cool things where you know I'm able to get people off their seat by like saying, Oh my gosh, that was so cool. You know, just, I don't know. I, I like to interact and, and get people in it as well. So it makes me, it makes me happen and keeps me going. And I feel like that's the biggest things that I love about wrestling is getting the people interacting with, with my character and the things I'm doing in the wrestling ring. So. And, and just being at that, devotion show you guys had that halloween bash it seems like you guys got a pretty solid following like you can tell there's probably some people that are regulars some that have been there for the first time Um, but you have a pretty solid following what's the difference between like a devotion crowd there in salt lake city utah and maybe going to an away crowd where maybe they're not so familiar with you like do you engage that crowd differently to get them to either you know, cheer you or boo you or, or that type of reaction you're trying to get? Um, do I do anything different as far as crowds? Um, not really. Um, I'm, I'm a people person, so I'm always 
you know, getting the people interacted with the things I do, um, especially we were being taught no matter if it's home state or out of state, you're still needing to get that interact with the, with the crowd because if they're just sitting there and you're not interacting with them, what makes them, you know, what makes you think they're going to, they're going to cheer for you and, and get in, in the wrestling, you know, with what you're doing, if you're not getting them involved. And I feel like that's really important. And I feel like, you know, our fans are the reason why we do this is because without them, you know, what are we, what are we wrestling for? It's entertainment. We have to entertain our crowd and the fans, the people there that are, that are there to watch and support you. And, and it's really important to me. Sometimes when I'm wrestling out of state, I have to try um, a little bit harder, you know, to get the people interacted just because like, I don't really know the crowd. Maybe some of them are not really wrestling people, but you know, it, it all depends on the wrestler. And I feel like I, I need to try a little bit harder to get that person, that certain person to, be involved in what I'm doing in the ring to either, you know, have them, especially having them come back again, you know, and, and or maybe even just to remember my name or that Polynesian savage, you know, got me out of my chair like that, you know, just something special that, that you gave that fan that will go a long way for them to remember you. And that's really important to me. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I just always wondered, especially with like independent talent where they're not, they're probably really known in an area and then they go somewhere else and depending on the promoter or anything like that they might not be well known there right so yeah um so what's your favorite match you've had so far um so far is with um katarina um just because you know besides from her being an awesome person um she is able she's she's very good at communicating um you know she's definitely my toughest opponent i've had to wrestle so far but it's just everything that we did in the ring on halloween bash and even in arizona she was helping me through and wrestling is like a dance and you have to communicate to be able to work with one another and i feel like she hit all that you know, like, and was able to work with me in the ring and it made it a good match because we were both on the same page about it. Um, just because with, with a vet like her that's been in the industry for so long um, and, you know, helping a person like me who's just barely getting in the industry, in the business, um, it's really important because, you know, I'm able to, learn from that person and just getting the guidance of, of knowing what to do, um, in the ring is just, is just really important. So, you know, last time we had Manny on, um, he mentioned something to where we need to get, uh, some people that have been places to come down and, you know, either wrestle with our guys or, uh, teach our guys because that's how you get better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, I, I think that's great. You know, like you mentioned, some of the stuff with Katarina. Um, I, I would love to see a match between Rekka Tehaka and maybe a returning Jordan Grace to Devotion. Um, once you have a little bit more experience under your belt, oh, yeah. I think that would be a great match. Or yeah. maybe even another local women's wrestler, Marty Daniels. 
um, which I know she she last time that Jordan was down, she wrestled Marty uh, for your guys's promotion. But yeah, um, I think that would be something something great. Oh, and yeah. if that ever happens, I mean, let us know. I'd like to to travel oh, down yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And we will. I mean, obviously, I'm you know, uh, devotion is building me um, to be the face of the company as far as um, women wrestling. And um, that is always something that I have, you know, prepare myself for is when um, I'm wrestling these big names so that I'm getting the knowledge from each and every one of them to make me better for when I'm wrestling the next person. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always a good thing because, um, you know, one of these days I will have the opportunity to wrestle Jordan Grace or Marty Daniels. But I, at the same time, I want to be fully prepared um, when that day comes. So, yeah. So what's a, what's a dream opponent or match or, or scenario? I mean, something you did mention eventually you'd like to make it to the WWE, um, but barring any promotion or anything, what's something you would like to do? Let's say here in the next year. In the next year. Um, I don't know. I mean, my dream is to, you know, get managed by um, The Rock, you know, in one of the matches, in the future matches, um, you, you know, it's just have, like, to be able to have the knowledge and the guidance from him and, and learn a little bit from him would, would be an amazing match, um, just for me personally, is because I, you know, he's also Samoan, you know, and um, I will definitely like the opportunity to you know, learn something from from these people, from my people. You know what I mean? Um, he just came out with a movie uh, not too long ago, Hops and Shaws, where he was doing the haka. And I don't know if you noticed, I actually do the haka in, in my wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the haka means a lot because it's a, it's a war dance. You know, you're, you're getting ready for, for battle. Um, and it just made a really impact on me when I seen him do that. And because I was already doing that before the movie came out, it just, it made, you know, it just made, gave me a warm feeling in my heart because like he's showing where he's from and, you know, he's letting people know that, you know, he's the rock and he's this, just this awesome person. So it just doesn't really matter like what match will be i just want to be managed by the rock so it'll be cool well that's that's great dream big you know um have have big aspirations like that um so going forward i know you guys have this will air on friday the day before pain's giving do you want to let us know who you're wrestling that day Yes, I am actually looking forward. Um, I'm wrestling um, Abaddon, the evil monster, who um, she is currently, she's from uh, Rocky Mountain Pro, um, our sister company, and she is coming down here to take on Rekka Tehaka. Um, I feel like it will actually be a really, really good match just because we both have killer um, characters and you know she's really known for her character and it'll just be 
you know, it'll definitely be a big match um, just because what we're going to be doing is just mostly just working character and, you know, just showing the people who we are and, you know, the savageness and the monster like it's just it's just going to be a good it's just going to be a good match. So I'm really excited to wrestle her. And then do you guys have a plan for after Painsgiving? Like, do you have, you mentioned you, you might wrestle in, in Texas here soon and then probably another DCW show in December, right? Yeah. So our first year um, anniversary um, is going to be in December. But as far as um, I know I, I will be wrestling in Texas and um, doing a few shows in Colorado again. Um, my schedule is always open, so whatever comes my way, I'm always there to snatch it up because I feel like every opportunity counts and matters. Um, so I'm always open to you know traveling to wrestle uh, for different promotions, and even if it's the same one, you know the opportunity is always there. Um, but as far as I know, our Thanksgiving uh, this Saturday, November 2nd. Purchase your tickets. Come on down and see Rekka Tehaka take on Abaddon. Um, it's just it's just going to be a great show. And I feel like each show just gets better and better. Um, and just we have big plans for our one-year anniversary um, that we'll be releasing here in the next few weeks um about it and so it's just devotion just gets better and we want devotion to be the next big thing not only in utah but in the entire world and so you know always having big plans is always a good thing yeah no well uh, i had the pleasure of going to the last one um i'm not sure what it looks like this weekend yet i'd have to talk to the wife but if possible, I'd really like to go to Painsgiving this week, so I'll I'll let you guys know yes, if we're able to swing bring it. the wife, bring the family. It'll be fun. It'll <laughs> definitely be fun. Um, and you know, you'll you'll get to see who I'll be wrestling. And uh, you know, just like I said, um, each devotion um, show just keeps getting better. And you know, it's and we're filling up and we're getting sold out. And it's just. Just got to get on the opportunity when you can. But it's also understandable, you know, if the wife says you need to stay home with the kids <laughs> while she has to stay out with the girls. But yeah, yeah, we're always here, you know, yep. and we're growing. So, no, no, and, and it's a great show. You know, I traveled three hours to go to the last one and it was totally Did worth you? it. Yeah, Aww. so, um, uh, great show for anyone that hasn't been to a devotion show. Um, yes. anything else you'd like to plug as we get ready to, to wrap it up? I know you're big into fitness and we didn't really touch on that much. So, uh, yeah. So fitness wise, <laughs> um, I do love working out. Um, I get a little bit hesitant going to the gym, but without training, you know, I'm grateful for training because that keeps me in, 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 um, that gives me. That keeps me fit. Um, but growing up, you know, and I wanted to share this with some of the people that don't know. Growing up, I just like I said, we didn't have TV, you know, so I was always keeping myself active by climbing trees, you know, running around and, and things like that. So when I moved here to the United States, 
and I wanted to get involved in like sports and things. So I thought um, at the time my family didn't have much. We were just barely moving here. You know, we bought a house and we're, we weren't financially there. But um, I would do this thing when I would be in school and um, when there would be like a tryout for soccer or basketball. Um, and to challenge myself, I would just go and try out. Never played the sport in my life. I would just go and try out. And once I would make it, make the team, I would just stop going. <laughs> and the reason for that was because, you no, know, back then um, we didn't have the money and I didn't really know if there was any like school programs for kids like me who, you know, I can get in the program and they'll let me play or things like that. But it was just, it was just a thing that I would do to just test my you know, personal skill and to just see if I was good enough to, to do something to, to just be challenged, you know? And so with wrestling now, um, obviously it's not something I'm going to try out and then just quit on it, you know, because I have all the guidance and, and the support there. So I'm just, you know, hoping that, you know, it is something that will just keep me going because I, I now know, you know, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life because I love and, and enjoy every bit of it. And uh, it has taught me a lot about myself and, you know, I don't want to give up on that but just because I, I have a lot of people believing in me and wrestling has done nothing but make me happy. And, uh, and I just wanted, you know, the people to know that as well. Um, just something that I don't really share with everyone, but yeah, I'm a really competitive person. Um, and when it comes to fitness, I, you know, I go bouncing from wall to wall. So, but other than that, um, is there any more questions you have for me? Cody, you got anything? I know I've been hogging this one. <laughs> no, you're good. I've been uh, deeply hey, Cody, involved in I this. I you were there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I tend to stay pretty quiet. Uh, my biggest joke is that I put the un in the unprofessional because I'm very unprofessional and I just kind of sit in the corner and be quiet, but he usually scares our guests off, so. Yeah. Oh so gosh. I didn't I didn't want to, so I just kind of stayed no, quiet. It's okay. So <laughs> is this is this your first podcast you've been a part of or you've been on others before? I know you've been on radio shows and stuff, right? Yeah. So I've did a broadcast um, not too long ago. Um, I forgot his name. He's like an older guy. Ugh. Is it Dave? I don't have to think of it. What was that? Is it Dave? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Oh, From nice. Turnbuckle I, Trash? Yes, yes. Turnbuckle uh, Trash, yes. Okay. That's yeah, the we one. had him on not too long ago, too. Yeah, nice. I had the pleasure of speaking with him, but I, I've done, you know, radio stations and things like that, but, so, okay. yeah. Well, uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your day. Like I said, uh, where can, where can uh, the fans reach you or where can they find you? Yes, um, I have a fan page on uh, Facebook, um, just go look for Rekka Tehaka. I also have... Um, and Instagram, Rika Tehaka. Um, so I'm not really that hard to find. Um, I'm working on a Twitter right now, 
But really, um, if you want to meet me in person, you're more than welcome um, to come to our monthly shows. Um, again, we're having our Thanksgiving show this Saturday. Woohoo! November 2nd. So that will definitely be um, a good show. So don't miss out on that. Um, tickets general, uh, 15, 12, um, and kids under uh, 12 and under are, are $5. So really not bad prices. Um, we just want people to, you know, experience what devotion is all about and hopefully come back to see more of our amazing talents. So, but thank you guys so much for having me and um, for letting me share a little bit of my story with you guys. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate having you. Um, one thing before we let you go, you're pretty fluent in Samoan then since you grew up there and everything like that. Yeah. Yes. I actually, I, I moved here. I didn't know how to speak English. I pretty much had to teach myself how to speak English and now I speak English, you know? Yeah. You could have never tell you, you don't have an accent or anything. So that's great. Huh. Um, how do you say stay unprofessional in Samoan? Stay unprofessional in Samoan? Um, that's that's a hard one. I don't really know how a, to... A rough translation. Yeah, uh-huh. It really is. But anything else? No, no. I just... Uh, no, uh, thanks for, for coming on. Uh, maybe we'll see you this Saturday. And, yes. Uh, We'll go from there. Cool. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Fafitai, fafitai mole abanoa e okakalakuatia olua. Um, Kasero kala, yeah. Ovaia olua on Saturday. And uh, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you, you too. All right. Thank you for joining us. And remember to stay.